Welcome to High Energy Health, where together we explore the leading edge of wellness and happiness. I'm your host, Dawson Church. By choosing this time together, you're declaring your commitment to a positive mindset, elevated emotions, and a great life. Thanks for joining me for today's episode. Hello and welcome to High Energy Health. I'm your host, Dawson Church, and I love doing this show and being here with you. This is more than just a show. It's actually a community, and you'll find that people are drawn into this high-energy health community and really have deep and rich experiences, common experiences of well-being, because certain things distinguish people who listen to a show like this, and they are an interest and a curiosity in self-transformation. They are a sense of caring about their future and about their well-being. You don't listen to a show like High Energy Health unless you're interested in having high energy health. (laughs) (laughs) So I just love sharing with you every week. And we, of course, we have remarkable guests. We now have some wonderful new co-hosts who are doing the show periodically. So you will hear shows done by them as well and be intrigued by their approach too. And the opportunity to really look at who we are, what we are, what our beliefs are, how we run our lives, and then shift things in that constellation of practices is so powerful because we are powerful in terms of our ability to change our lives beyond belief. We literally are creating molecules in our bodies and our brains every single moment. If I get stressed, I make lots of cortisol and adrenaline. If I get relaxed, I make lots of DHEA. I'm literally have the magic ability to make molecules, and we're doing that, and you're doing that every every time you pick a show to listen to, every time you pick a piece of music to listen to, every time you choose a person to be with, every time you choose a person to be yourself, every time you say to yourself, <laughs> I am this kind of person, you're making that choice. And so you listening to the show is part of you making that choice, and I want to really applaud you for doing that and being part of a big community of people who is doing that as well. So bookmark High Energy Health, come back every week, look back at the archive of hundreds of shows that we have for you based on your interests, email links to friends of yours who you know are struggling with things. If you have a friend who's grieving, we have several amazing programs on death, dying, and loss. We have programs on PTSD and trauma, on anxiety and depression, on success, on entrepreneurship, on business, on gender issues, on relationships. And so as you find friends who are struggling, send them a link and love them and do that in the form of giving them information that really can help. And the final thing before I introduce our guests for today is just take notes. Just keep a a journal handy, keep a notebook handy, make notes on your device and find things you can use as leverage in your life. When I go hear a great speaker, when I am exposed to brilliant ideas, I have my journal right there. I'm making notes. Then once I've made the notes after I've been to the presentation, I turn them into an action plan. These are things I commit to myself to implementing in my life. So I encourage you to do that, to actually implement what you hear, make notes, and then see how you can find those leverage points that really improve things for you. So I'm glad you're here. 
and we are about to have a fantastic hour together. My guests today are Peg Donahue and Madeline Gerwick. I'll introduce them separately at first. Peg is a feng shui consultant, a personal empowerment coach, a teacher, and a speaker. She has a degree from Boston University and also Georgetown University, along with professional feng shui and coaching certifications. She also co-authored the book, Money is an Energy Game, in 2020. She's contributed to other books like The Success Manifesto and Dorm Room Feng Shui, and loves helping people find the vibrant spaces inside and outside of themselves in which they can flourish. Madeline is an internationally recognized business, economic, and personal astrologer, speaker, and author. Each year, she writes The Good Timing Guide, Time Codes for Success, and also The Good Timing Newsletter. She also co-authored Money is an Energy Game with Peg, and she's a contributing author or editor to several other books and anthologies, and she co-authored The Complete Idiot's Guide to Astrology. We're going to have a great time together, and Madeline and Peg, welcome to the show. Thank you, Dawson. Thank you for having us. It's a pleasure to be here today. Oh, it's great to have you. And I, I love the way you weave in so many different threads in what you're doing, the, the metaphysical and the totally left brain and material as well. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, that, that is me all the way. Yeah. yeah. Life, life yeah. is both, you know, life is both those yeah. things. Right. Yeah. yeah, we're both a couple of Virgos, so we're very practical in our approach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I also spent over 20 years in solid business prior to moving into the metaphysical field. So and you it, went from one to the other. You didn't. I did go from one to the other. Yeah, and yes. I did too. Okay. Almost, yeah, 17 or 18 years in business before I I moved to astrology full time. Wow. Yeah. So you really were in that fully in that left brain career. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I was 21 yeah. years in a corporation, including seven years as a general manager and VP. And I just left it in 2000 at the beginning of 2000. I figured I would take six months off and just get another job because I was the breadwinner in my family. And I just moved into this world and never looked back. And of course, when you look at what prompted you to make that decision, you probably, there's probably some pivotal, I'm guessing, pivotal event or experience that triggered that for you? For me, it was, I had joined a, a young company at the time. It was, we were doing database marketing, which was totally new in the late 70s, 80s, 90s. It was pre-internet and all that. And when I left in 2000, the last initial founder of the company had left as well. And right now, I'll tell you, that company has grown to a multi-billion dollar company. We'll just leave which one it is a private. And it's also the precursor to all the social media and everything that's going on in marketing these days. And at the time, I thought, I would continue in that. But after I had had some space, say six months, I knew my heart wasn't in it anymore. Mm -hmm. And I had to follow what I felt was really true to myself. And I did. And it's been over you know, 23 years. Life is good. Let's get detailed about that. So what was that like? So how did you know your heart wasn't in it and it wasn't the right thing for you? And then what direction to take? Was there an event? Was there a dream? Was there what was it? <laughs> it was every time I, I kept getting job offers. 
And <laughs> as these job offers came in, I kept putting them off for, you know, three, four, six months. And then when I really uh, sat down and thought about it and realized, you know, it just felt inside my body, it felt very weighty, very heavy, mm. the idea of going, of returning to that world of leaving at five in the morning or so and coming back at night. <laughs> I had a young daughter. My husband was a full-time dad. It's like, hey, I want a part of that life too. And so I went into, I, I took a feng shui practitioner's program and I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And then for the next few years, I just could not get enough of metaphysics. I immersed myself in so many different, what I would say, technologies of, of metaphysics and in different programs. I went through three professional feng shui programs. Madeline and I met along the way and <laughs> yeah. we started collaborating. We were teaching teleclasses at the time, yeah. Yeah. if you think back to, to yeah. that time. So the, uh, the technologies were, were very, very different then. Right, right. And we connected along this theme of prosperity and how things happen um, for people. And I also knew when I was in business that integrity really mattered. What we do really matters. I always had a line. I tell my daughter now, I have a 30-year-old daughter. There's always a line that you have to figure out where that line is that you will never cross. Mm -hmm. It's it's your line to integrity that because sometimes in oftentimes in business, you may be asked to do certain things that don't feel good. And so you always have to have cultivate this personal integrity within you. And I trained my teens to do the same thing. That, you know, we're going to do the right thing around here. Always do the right thing. And, and uh, you know, I told them, if somebody has to take the fall, I will take the fall. But we're going to do the right thing. And, and don't even, worry about it. Yeah. And even in our book, one of the first things that we talk about in, in one of our chapters in the beginning is about the gyroscope and how yeah. you can really work with everything speeding up as long as you stay in integrity with your heart. But once you get out of integrity with your heart, you're off track. It, it's, it would be like taking a piece out of the gyroscope. You see, it wouldn't be in integrity anymore. And so it can't spin and it can't maintain its balance, which is what you need when things are moving so quickly. So even when things are moving quickly, it's actually then even more important to have that inner gyroscope and keep it totally. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. Yes, your absolutely. integrity is everything for maintaining your balance. Yeah, and is, another factor is. is trust. Just yeah. um, trust that things will always work out, that the the mm -hmm. right thing will always come to the surface. And it's to stay out of fear. It's when we go into fear mm -hmm. that I think we spiral down and we can pivot out of control. And there's a lot of fear out there. And there is now. There is more yeah. than, than before. And that's not just a uh, subjective assessment. That's actually World Health Organization statistics showing referrals yep. to psychiatrists and psychologists and other kinds of therapists have Absolutely. actually about doubled in the last wow. three or four years. Yeah, people are more fearful. And what, what amazes me is when I talk to people in my community and they're all, they're, you know, they're tapping, they are meditating and they have a spiritual practice and they're still fearful. It's like, Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's an anxiety. It's it's like yeah, they're yeah. always on edge. Yeah. And so helping to diffuse that feels really good. 
you know, working yeah. one-on-one with people to just diffuse that and to help introduce them to tools that they can use on a regular basis to change their energy, retrain themselves, have them connect their their thoughts and feelings, and to understand that it's your feelings that are really driving what's in your brain. And so to and and I'm so you know thrilled that over the years so much information has been published about all of this. So yeah. there's some really, really good resources out there. And a lot of times we're using words that are putting us downward spiral. We may be focused on being critical of other people or situations, or we're sarcastic or cynical, or we're using words like, I'll try, meaning you're giving yourself permission to fail, or you're, you'll say, I hope instead of I trust you see, or you'll say, I need instead of I want or I choose. You see, those kinds of choices are not helpful in terms of maintaining a higher vibration and being able to attract prosperity to you. Because essentially, all day long, every day, you're either attracting prosperity and well-being to you, or you're pushing it away, one or the other, all day long. And it's odd. We hear a lot about uh, intentions, setting your intention, but the universe hears everything you say everything you think as your intention, <laughs> right? And so so it's so easy to get off track when we're not focused correctly. And then, and then the anxiety starts to build up. Yeah, yeah and that's uh, also be mindful because so many people are just saying things and they're not mindful. They're just saying things automatically or they're being triggered and they're just giving those... Um, uh, that whatever that triggering stimulates inside of them, giving it voice. And so they're not mindful about language. And they, they, they say these things and you think, yeah, you know, that's just um, an expression of what's going on inside you. So so being mindful and then catching yourself when you're about to say that thing and then not saying it. How about if you're thinking it and not saying it, though? <laughs> well, you know, I had, a, I had a friend who used to say, you know, it, there's always something. It's always something. He would say this all the time. And I'd say, well... You better stop saying that because there will always be something as long as you say that. And he finally stopped and he started to improve. So, so you know, these cliches that we've been taught from the time we were little tiny kids are not helping us in the, for the most part. You know, there, there are a few good ones, but most of them are, are not so helpful. <laughs> and we just have to become conscious of what we're saying and what we're attracting because of that and we typically get whatever we're attracting faster now so you know <laughs> we, peg and i started a little study group prosperity study group and one of the participants got into a small accident and i asked her what had happened right before that and yeah some stressful conversation had occurred and then she gets into the accident you see it's it's quicker now. It may be used to take days or weeks, but now <laughs> it might take a few minutes or an hour <laughs> for the <laughs> to, to show up. <laughs> and a few days ago, I was talking to somebody about changing this story because it was a negative situation. I said, well, that, that's something, you know, to change. She said, nope, that's the story I have, and that's the story I'm sticking with. And it was like, okay. <laughs> and exactly, and it's stories, whether they're true or not, that are attracting whatever we're bringing into our life. So it doesn't matter whether the story is true or not. 
the fact that you keep saying it or telling about it is tells the universe that you want to receive more of what that story is about. Give us an example of somebody who changed their story and then changing the story and their internal process changed their outer reality. Well, there's a I great did. story oh, in the go book. Ahead. Go ahead, Madeline. <laughs> there's a great story in the book about this kid that he, he gets a job selling fish in the market. and But for some reason, he just can't seem to sell fish. Well, there was a consultant at the time that was working with this company, and she discovered that all the other employees thought this kid was a loudmouth, and they didn't like him, and they said, oh, he, he just can't sell fish, right? So she had them change their story for two weeks to, boy, this kid can really sell fish. And guess what? The kid broke their sales records. (laughs) (laughs) See, so it works both ways, whether you're saying it about someone else or about yourself. Right. For years, I carried the story, the expression that you have to work hard to be successful. Mm-hmm. And one day I noticed it starting to come out as I was talking to one of my brothers who, you know, used to joke that, hey, you fell asleep at 20 and woke up at 40. And, <laughs> you know, now you have to work hard. And it was like, oh, my gosh, that's my story. I need to change my story so that I can work easy. I can work less and still be as successful or even more successful. So stories are, you know, description or an expression. It's it's what comes to mind. You know, what is your um, default position? That is often your story. Yeah. So listening to that story inside your head and then as you repeat it to people outside of you as well, gives you a chance to like see what is happening inside of you those stories and i know in therapy we call them therapy stories people just have this therapy story my life is like this because of this and my childhood was like this my parents were like this and right that's exactly right narrative and they they repeat it and they had seven therapists they've ne- by the time they got to the third or fourth therapist they've got they've really got their story <laughs> So that's a story you can change their lives. That's right. So that's what can be changed. So, you know, I often say to suspend doubt, you know, just suspend your disbelief and start from a, bring yourself up to a neutral space and begin there. Yeah. Just tell a story that you want of something that you want it to be like. And it can be a simple thing. My boss appreciates me now. <laughs> I'm I'm attracting more money to myself easily now. I understand the universe is supporting me now. These are all single sentence stories that you can remember quickly. And when something comes up, an old pattern comes up, you can quickly change to that single single sentence story. And then we'll explore, we talk a little bit further about what you do when that's not objectively true. So objectively, it may not be true, but how do you um, inhabit that story even when the objective facts around you suggest that it's not not so? We'll get into that in, in a moment here. But you're listening to High Energy Health. We're going to take a break right now. Please stay tuned. We'll be right back shortly. And again, if you'd like to know more about Madeline, and about Peg's work, especially their book. Check out their their book, which is called Money is an Energy Game. We'll be right back after a break.
Hello and welcome back to High Energy Health. Can you feel the energy right now? It is high. It's great. It's wonderful. I'm so glad you're part of this energy field because that's what we're creating over here with this show. There's an energy field that goes backward and forward in time. It stretches beyond the boundaries of our individual consciousness, our local awareness into non-local consciousness, part of what the great Jesuit philosopher Teilhard de Chardin called the psychosphere of the earth. We are a little fragment of that and we're part of that right now. And we're part of that part of that psychosphere that is just full of optimism and joy and that high energy. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being part of it. Make sure you bookmark this page and return to High Energy Health week after week. There's always something new and fresh, as well as a huge archive of past shows you can dip into as you want answers to anything going on in your life or the life of people around you. For more on the work of Peg and Madeline, and their new book, check out their website, Money is an energy game.com. Money is an energy game.com. Peg and Madeline, you mentioned that things are accelerating, that the pace of change is accelerating. And we see that in objective term, objective measures like AI, how the amount of, of knowledge is rapidly increasing. We used to have Moore's Law saying that <laughs> uh, data increases now. Moore's, Moore's Law has been overtaken by <laughs> AI. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, it's, uh, it's even greater than that. How, how do you see those signs of change? And, and, and you mentioned people are often really struggling with that. How is that? Well, from an astrological point of view, uh, we just had Pluto move into Aquarius earlier this year. It's now moved back into Capricorn. But the outer planets are all going to move in the next year or two into faster signs. So right now, the outer planets, Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto are in earth and water signs. These are slower signs, but they're all going to move into air and fire. And these are faster signs. And as they're doing so, they're coming into a very unusual alignment, very, very unusual. You could probably live lifetimes and never encounter this arrangement, but they're all going to come into a very positive alignment with each other. And we're going to go through a spiritual revolution. As this heats up, as the acceleration occurs, we're also accelerating into a more spiritual orientation. We're, we're understanding that everything that we do, everything we say has a spiritual component to it. And there's nothing that you can do to someone else that doesn't occur to you. You're always getting back whatever you put out, right? So <laughs> there's no advantage <laughs> to cheating someone else. <laughs> it doesn't help you <laughs> in the long run. So this is a very uh, fast set of energies. Now, Pluto's going to stay in Capricorn until I think around the 20th or 24th of January, 2024. It'll move in to Aquarius until about September 1st of 2024. It moves back again for a little more cleanup in Capricorn for a few months, and then it finally moves into Aquarius to stay for about 19 years, November 19th of 2024. So in this process, Neptune will move into Aries and eventually Uranus will move into Gemini. So we're going to move into faster and faster, faster situation. And, and I notice you just think it and it shows up. Yeah. Um, for instance, earlier in the spring, my husband and I were just thinking about maybe painting the inside of our house, having it done. Next thing we know, a neighbor sent a contractor down. He gave us a great price. 
And within weeks, it was getting done. And we even had some vacation plans, so they painted while we were away. And this is when we're in a period where so many of our friends are lamenting that they cannot get contractors to do their work. That's their had, story. <laughs> that's their story. We had the outside of our house painted last fall. We had the inside done this spring. And just, you know, good fortune. You know, it just, you know, keeps on that track rolling. And Madeline and I have this study group that we've run on Wednesday evenings, um, 9 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern for really anyone who's um, interested in it. And within that group, people have had some amazing manifestations and they mm -hmm. have been learning to identify their stories and their patterns, more importantly, their patterns, and then change themselves. And so yeah. it's so much fun. We always start off with, well, what happened this week? And one week, a woman that's been a regular member, she talked about Moving the traffic, how she, you know, she, her husband yeah. was able to just move through traffic. She just sit, sat there silently visualizing this traffic opening up and then <laughs> to get somewhere. She didn't say anything to her husband, but she was just, Oh my gosh, it's happening. This is real. And so oftentimes the less work you do, the less effort you put into it, you know, you let all of those stories go away and just say, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to try this and see how this works. Yeah. yeah, and, and then, then this this summer, I really, really, really wanted to get a multitude of jobs done outside. And I live in an area, of course, where you only have three months, maybe four if you're lucky, to get all these jobs done. And I I knew I would get the money in in the fall, but what I really wanted was the money in now, <laughs> so I could get these jobs done. And so I just kept thanking the universe for having already provided this. And the next thing I knew, whammo damo, the money came in. <laughs> and so I didn't know how the money would come in, but it just worked out. So that is part of the element of how speed is ha happening, and also how um. Whatever we're thinking is making a big difference in terms of uh, what we're manifesting. So Peg's story about her neighbors can't find anyone. <laughs> and our work is done. Yeah. <laughs> and synchronicity comes to mind. There is a lot of synchronicity. And I know over the years I have been very fortunate with so many synchronous events. For a while, I started a synchronicity journey uh, journal because it was just happening so fast. And I was like, oh my gosh. And now, you know, just teaching people to recognize the synchronicity in your life. And when you recognize it, acknowledge it, bless it, more and more is going to continue to show up. And that is coming at a faster pace. Mm -hmm. And much it's faster. so much fun. Yeah. So noticing it helps it show up. It sure does. Yeah. It sure does. Noticing, uh, particularly, I think, the little things. You know, many times people are waiting for the big thing. They want something or express a desire for a big event. But it's those little pieces along the way, the steps along the way that are really important to tune into and notice that those are happening. Mm -hmm. The synchronicity. Right. Like in my case with, you know, our neighbor sending down the painter. Hey, they did a good job for us. I'm going to send them up to your house. And, you know, we had, you know, didn't think we were going to get painted this year because, oh gosh, contractors are all backed up. And meanwhile, 
It that's the got, story, right? That's the story. <laughs> he had an open and said, hey, I can do this. And this was not a small job. We had our downstairs, upstairs ceilings. We, you know, added in some floors afterwards, you know, before he was done. Yep, yep, I can get that done. But yeah, you know, I hear people tell me their stories of, of limitation, and many people have them, and they're repeating them over and over again, so they're just embedded in that story. That's the way they see their lives, and there's that's right, very and, little... they, and they are real for them. Those stories are real. Beyond that, mm-hmm. they're the real. So I want to talk about in a moment. I want to talk about that and about how say a story is real for a person, and there's objective evidence to support the story. What do you do and recommend? We'll go there after a break. Please stay tuned. You're listening to High Energy Health. We'll be right back. Hello and welcome back to High Energy Health. I'm your host, Dawson Church, and I encourage you to make listening to this show, being part of this community, part of your regular mental, emotional, spiritual hygiene practice, just to enjoy being in the energy, joining with other people who are of like mind, and inspiring yourself with ideas that can make a huge difference to your life. For more on the work of Peg and Madeline and their book, go to the website Money is an energy game.com money is an energy game.com so let's now look at the example of somebody who is facing objectively difficult circumstances and we'll pick money since the book is about money we'll pick money as our example so say we have somebody who is young maybe in their mid-20s they have a lot of credit card debt. They have a lot of student loan debt. They are way, way, way behind financially. They're working three jobs to try and keep up. Maybe they uh, have a child and that's a struggle as well. Parenting in the middle of all those things. They just don't have enough to make ends meet. What would you tell them about how to think in a way that can shift what are, by all evidence, objective circumstances? Well, the- they might want to first start with a story that they could believe. It's important that the body be able to believe it. So you could start with we could, a tool called progressive affirmation. And you could start with something as simple as, wouldn't it be lovely to be prosperous? Wouldn't it be lovely to be prosperous? So that person could start thinking that thought over and over again every time the money issue comes up. And perhaps one of those jobs that the person is doing might turn into a little business that would bring them more money instead of whatever they make as a wage, uh, you know, whatever they are getting perhaps as a set, as an hourly wage. And so it, other opportunities will pop up. Maybe gifts will come to them. Maybe bonuses will come to them. Maybe they'll win some lottery type thing, a scratch ticket or whatever. There are always ways that money can come to us in unexpected ways. And this was my point earlier <laughs> about wanting that money to come in. Now, while I had the chance to get these jobs done in the summer and not knowing how they would, how it could come in. See, I didn't have any idea how it could come in. I was just trusting 
that if I put that out to the universe every day, that it would come in. And that's what happened. And so this is where suspending your disbelief makes a difference. Just bring it to neutral. So wouldn't it be lovely if my circumstances changed for the better? Mm -hmm. And what about all the negative emotion that accrues to money and to where they are? So not only are there objective realities there, there's also the feeling of desperation, overwhelm, doing my best, I can't get ahead, the best I can do isn't good enough to make me progress. Uh, what about all the emotional uh, charge that goes along with that? That is a great point. We help people to let it go. So in the book, there is a, I, I teach emotional freedom and healing, or I lead people through that process, which is very similar to EFT. So it's acupressure tapping. So in the book, we have a link to a 45 minute recording, which is a release for money issues, money patterns. And many of these patterns have been passed down from generation to generation to generation. I have seen it in my own family. You know, some of, I come from a large family, nine kids, <laughs> and some of my siblings are very prosperous and some are very poor. We really run the gamut. It's, it's fascinating. And it's really about belief systems and letting go and moving beyond the patterns that you have inherited and the patterns you have grown up with. So you can learn to, so you can tap. Tap those away. That is one method of doing that. Yeah, and once the emotion's no longer there, then the physical circumstance becomes much easier to to deal with. They change. That's exactly right. And then once you're comfortable with something like, wouldn't it be lovely to be prosperous, you may change that story to, I'm becoming more prosperous. I'm noticing that I'm getting more money in. Things are getting easier. You can change the story to progress until you get to the point that you can say, I am more prosperous, you see. So you progress through a series of different affirmations that are actually believable to your body. If your body won't believe it, it's not going to work. And yeah. Madeline, workshopping is one of our favorite tools Oh yeah. as well. So tell us, <laughs> tell us about that. Yeah, workshopping is a tool that I use to get a house without paying any money for it. <laughs> it's a great house, by the way. <laughs> you go okay. tell us how. <laughs> okay. This is the 68-second uh, uh, process that Abraham Hicks brought out. And you're basically going to thank the universe in advance for having already provided whatever it is that you're you're wanting. Now, I use this tool all the time. It's never failed me. And it doesn't matter what I've asked for. So, so I had spotted this house that was the perfect house for me and my mother. And, but no one wanted to give me a loan. And so I started thanking the universe for the perfect loan, for the perfect way to buy the house. And sure enough, I got it. <laughs> and it wasn't a loan on me. It was a loan on my mother's trust. <laughs> and they got the house. So, and it wasn't even something I would have thought of, actually. But after I had thanked the universe about a half an hour for this, or maybe a little more, that thought finally did come to my head. <laughs> and I and I called and I, I got it arranged. So, so there are ways to get things. And, and when you do this, you have to do it for a minimum of 17 seconds. And you have to use the words for having already provided. This is extremely important because everybody's really sort of into praying, which is okay as long as you 
But when you pray for something, you expect it to arrive in the future, but you will never arrive in the future. And you want it to connect to you and you're always in the present moment. So you must say for having already provided <laughs> so that it's in the present moment. So, you know, I was just doing, you know, thank you, thank you, thank you, universe, for having already provided this great house and the perfect mortgage and the blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you know, and, and here's all the reasons why it's the perfect house and the perfect place and blah, blah, blah. You know, and you have to do this for a minimum of 17 seconds and a total, a minimum daily total of at least 68 seconds a day. Of course, if you do it more often, uh, you'll actually bring it in faster. But Peg and I both know people who have used this yeah. process very quickly, very, very quickly. It, it works. At, one time I need, I was doing my Good Time and Guide. I was doing pre-orders for the Good Time and Guide. And it's two days before the process is, the pre-order sale is over. And I realized, geez, I need another 4300 to print the books. <laughs> But instead of panicking, I just started thanking the universe for having already provided it. And sure enough, that and more came in. So it can be very, very fast. And it's just 68 seconds a day, but a minimum of 17 seconds each time. And when you find yourself having uh, sort of negated it, uh, which is easy to do, People will say, oh, that'll never work or whatever, <laughs> or, oh, you know, that's too easy or whatever. Then the universe is going to say, oh, she doesn't want it. <laughs> okay, put on the brake. She doesn't want it. But if you do that and you stop that by saying cancel, clear, cancel, clear, and then substitute a positive thought, of course, the universe wants me to have that house or that money or whatever it is, that relationship, that health, whatever it is. Of course, the universe does want you to have it. And so if you will just say that and substitute that, the universe is always, you are always creating to your last thought. You want to leave the universe with your last right. thought that you really want it. <laughs> and a lot of energy goes into justifying situations and explaining why circumstances exist. And in doing so, people are pushing away prosperity mm -hmm. and they're wearing themselves down and they're bringing mm -hmm. on stress and anxiety so just coming to neutral on that the workshopping exercise is great and if you don't go to that extent just giving thanks in advance that something better is coming to you is a very simple way to start well interestingly yeah. enough you know the, the part of the brain that visualizes the future is also the part of the brain that reflects on the past and so when you're visualizing that the future when you're imagining that future reality you're actually displacing your right. You can't be doing both on the past. So mm -hmm. uh, you're literally using that your brain for that creative process rather than to just be into rumination about the bad stuff of the past. Yeah. And We're that is very right exciting. Now. Yeah, it is. Yeah, the brain's the brain's reinforcing those metaphysical principles. We're going to go to a break right now. You're listening to High Energy Health. For more on Peg and Madeline's work, go to their website, which is moneyisanenergygame.com. We'll be right back after a break.
Hello and welcome back to High Energy Health. I am Dawson Church. I am your High Energy host. And I love sharing with you every week. I love the fact that you're here. And I love the fact you care enough about you to show up and be part of this wonderful community. Make it a habit, bookmark the page, and come back and share with us in the future. Also, look at the incredible archive, the treasure trove of hundreds of shows in our archives, and let people know about shows that can really help them. Email them or text them or send them links to shows that'll work for them and help them address their issues. Be generous with this knowledge and the inspiration you find here on High Energy Health. For more on Madeline and Peg's book, go to their website, moneyisanenergygame.com, and you can also download the first chapter there. So you talk in the book about the energy inventory. This is such an intriguing concept and and, and term. Go ahead and explain what you mean by that and how we can apply this in our daily lives. Okay, do you want to? Oh, sure. So um, part three of our book is what we call Take an Energy Inventory for Prosperity. So during this process, we recommend that you take one week per topic. So we have, and all you're doing is noting your patterns during the week, and we have a worksheet with each chapter. So there's a week on sleep, and you are just checking off, say what time you went to bed, what time you woke up, how you slept, and, and you're noting a few other things. There's a week on food, and you're noticing what you're eating and how you're feeling. It's not about losing weight at all. It, all it is is noticing what it is you're eating and what the energy is as a result of that. There's a week on noticing your feelings and emotions, a week on noticing your thoughts and how they are creating things. There is a week on exercise. spirituality. Oh, there's a week on exercise. Huh? I forget because I could out get exercise every day. So exercise, and it's not like penalizing you if you don't get out and exercise, but movement. Maybe, you know, movement is a good word to replace for exercise because exercise can be a heavy word for some people that, you know, we don't want to do it. So we push it away. But did you move your body today? How did you move your body today? So it's just recognizing those patterns. So when you are feeling good, when you're feeling you got enough sleep, you ate well, or you ate foods that have high energy in them, you're, you may find that you're connecting with high energy people or high consciousness people, things, you know, that you have intended. There's more synchronicity coming into your life. It's just amazing. And, you know, taking an energy inventory, Madeline and I taught this as a course, oh gosh, probably 15 <laughs> years ago. Yeah. And it was yeah. fascinating, you know, helping people just to, re- just to, to note your patterns. That's all it is, is noting your patterns patterns and then the connection to what happens in your life mm. and so it's, it's it's one of our favorite aspects you know in the book and so why, it's practical why do you not try and change during that time well, oh you just well, want you, to notice you just want right. to notice what is causing you to have more energy because money is the same as your energy yes and this yes. is really the key to the whole thing is that your energy is the same as your money and as you increase your energy, you increase your money. And so you actually notice that a lot of old people lose their money as they get older and lose their energy. It's very common. And or you lose your energy when you get sick or, you know, have some kind of health 
crisis. So, and you can change during that week. You can yeah. go to bed, you know, just if you go to bed at the regular time. And then if you notice, and oh my gosh, I'm going to bed really late. You can go to bed early and, and, and see um, what you notice as a result of that. If you're eating foods that are wearing you down, then maybe during the, the week you want to take a day or two and eat more higher vibrational foods and just notice how that is. And if there are some have, foods that actually increase your intuition. So you Absolutely. might want to try those foods. <laughs> like yeah. what? I got I got to know, Madeline. Which <laughs> name a few? Oh, okay. Now that's in the book. But there wasn't one of them like chocolate and blueberries. One of them is chocolate because that's one of my favorite foods. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, then, yeah. <laughs> and so, and so I go uh-huh. for dark. You're the darkest dark chocolate, chocolate I can with <laughs> a little sugar. So over the years, I have my quota for my quotient for being able to eat chocolate without sugar has really increased, you know, from very sweet. And well, I never really liked the very sweet, but just I'm very dark as it, it really helps your intuition as well. I think almonds are another food yeah, almonds, that's yeah. in there. Salmon is another food, pretty common foods. But when you, I'm going to look that Okay. Up. You got it? I got it. Avocados, prunes, raisins, almonds, hazelnuts, dates, raw cacao due to the high level of antioxidants, apple cider vinegar, oregano oil, and garlic, greens and vegetables, most fruits, sprouted grain, seeds and beans, almonds, and Brazil nuts, olive oil, and honey. And mm-hmm. and there's some more details in there as well. But yes, there are certain foods that actually assist you with your intuition. And there are, uh, so just notice, it's just important to begin noticing your energy. This is the most important thing for people to realize is that we're not trained anywhere in our culture to notice our energy. And yet that is the key. You see, your, your money is really internal to you. You don't realize it because that's not something we're taught, but it's internal to you and it's based on your energy. And it's a combination of your mental, emotional uh, physical and spiritual energies combined is what's bringing money to you or pushing it away. I and so love that way of seeing money because seeing money as energy lifts it from this objective fact, this material thing that you can't change to something that's a reflection of your own awareness and consciousness, which of course you can change completely and you can become mindful of it and, and make that choice. I'm so grateful for the work the two of you are doing to make this knowledge available to people share it with people, and also the energy you bring to what you're doing. You both have <laughs> beautiful, high, fabulous energy, and it's been wonderful to participate with you for this time together. Thank you for being on High Energy Health, and thank you for the great work you're doing. And thank you, Dawson, for yes. all the great work that you're doing yes. in bringing attention to all of this. It's just it's amazing. It's a joy. Yeah, it's yes, very it, important. It, it is, is a very joy. important, yes. So please join us again next week and every week. We will be here with more. And in the meantime, be healthy, be happy. Love yourself, take care of yourself, and inhabit the wonderful life you're meant to have. Thank you. 